So dear brothers and sisters, happy Easter to you all. This uh, should be a great day of, of celebration and a great day of rejoicing for us all. Uh, I think it only, this, only, this day only makes sense if uh, we understand what has kind of happened. If, if the Lord is our Savior, if the Lord has saved us from something, well, what has he saved us from? Because if we haven't been saved from anything, if we didn't need a Savior, then everything that happened is nice, but irrelevant. I mean, people die, martyrs die, tragic things happen. People rising from the dead is a lot more rare, but I mean, if, if ultimately, if we didn't need what the Lord just provided, then so what? So what? As regards Easter, you know, what does it matter? So it's 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 very it's difficult for us to, to grasp to get our heads around how significant this is. Uh, basically, to put it into hopefully two sentences, uh, we have we're imperfect. So we have a debt of sin that we cannot pay. Jesus paid it on the cross. That's it. So we have, we have a, a debt of sin, like, and more, more often than not, we know, we know what we're doing. And we know that at times what we're doing might be lazy, might be a bit selfish, might be a bit dishonest, uh, might, be, might be a bit hurtful, might be just very egotistical, maybe whatever it may be. Very often we do things that we know are out of line. Right, then there are obviously far graver sins as well then when we can start to slip into well everything that one can view on the internet and then marital infidelity and then tearing families apart and knowing exactly what we're doing you know all of that kind of thing this 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 mounts up and how on earth does one get rid of it how on earth does one clean one's heart you can't you can't so this is what happened at easter at Easter, Jesus says, I take the debt of every single person from every single nation for all time. I take their debt upon myself. I pay it. I pay it. So this is, a, this is, a, this is something that we could simply never repay. <clears throat> this is something, it's, it's a pure gift. We just receive this gift kind of open-handedly and there's nothing that we can do to pay God back. Nothing. So it's a pure gift. And generally speaking, we like getting gifts. I think so. Some of you, yes. Especially, yes, around anniversaries or Christmas or those kind of things. People like getting gifts. Uh, this Easter season, this Easter grace is a pure gift. We don't earn it. We just receive it. And if, 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 if we get our heads around that, even to some degree, then Easter starts to make sense. Otherwise, it's about chocolate, really. Can anyone, anyone see the problem here? If Easter is about chocolate, what on earth have we done? Do you know what I mean? If you think, if you think about it, like, if Easter is about chocolate, <clears throat> it's about Nutella and Ferrero Rocher. I remember when we were young, Okay, there are two occasions in today's homily where I'm going to feel old. But when, we, when I was young, right, we would the, the 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 Lenten fast was pretty. It was pretty people even all like people in my class would take it pretty seriously. We, people would not touch chocolate or sweets for all of Easter. That was kind of the done thing, right? And how many Easter eggs would you get? One. <laughs> At the end of Easter, you got one Easter egg. Whereas now the kids do nothing and get 17 Easter eggs a day. Because Easter, the Easter eggs cost nothing. Now. So you go home with like a heap of Easter eggs. Oh, what's you get for Lent? Was I supposed to give up something for Lent? 
What are you getting rewarded for? You did nothing. I'm taking them easter eggs. You, you, you don't deserve them at all. It's strange, like, how we, like, because we, we kind of forgotten what it's supposed to be all about. Make room in our hearts during Lent for God. Make room in our hearts for this grace, this, this Easter grace, this grace of the resurrection, this grace of healing, this freely offered, gratuitous grace of forgiveness. There's a song that we sing here. Um, it's by Corey uh, Isbury, or Asbury, I'm not sure you pronounce it. Corey Asbury, anyway. <clears throat> it's called Reckless Love. It's one of them, um, as my mother would say, one of the modern tunes. She's from, she's from Limerick. They don't pronounce things right over there. One of the modern tunes. Uh, but it is the words are quite the words are quite powerful. Um, and it's 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 a kind of song that would often, if I'm honest, make me kind of you know the allergies come. You know, just just a little bit small, bit emotional. Um, but the chorus is, oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. It's a very unusual expression to call God reckless. But the point the song is making is that, is that what he offers us, like, it's, <laughs> it's not earned. It's not even, strictly speaking, it's not even right. Why? Why should he do any of this for us? Why? Why should he bother? I mean, if we've dug a hole for ourselves, let it go, let us go. Reboot, start again. Why should he care? To the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. He chases me down, <clears throat> fights until I'm found, and leaves the 99. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the never-ending, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. This is pure grace. As I was thinking about this song this morning, it reminded me of a classic 80s hit. And unfortunately, I looked up the year and I was shocked. Because uh, I thought it was 90s. But 1984, Bonnie Tyler released a song called uh, Hero. I need a hero. I'm holding out for a hero to the end of the night. You know that one? Yeah, it's a big 80s percussion, just massive hair and massive shoulder pads and all that kind of thing. Uh, and that was that was a theme song to a series which I thought ran for ages called Cover Up. It was actually only, only I just checked it this morning, it was, it was only one series, only one season called Cover Up, but there was this special forces agent uh, who was undercover then with this model and they used to go places and resolve, I don't know, problems. I remember watching it as a kid. I never knew what the plots meant, but I just loved the explosions and stuff. Uh, but that, that, that theme song, it, 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 did, it did stick with me in some way. And it, did, it came back to mind uh, listening to uh, thinking of this song this morning. You know, I need a hero. It's like when people, isn't, it, isn't there something kind of comforting about the fact that somebody would fight for you? That someone won't give up on you? That when, even when you've fallen away, you're never so far gone that this person would say, no, I'm done. I'm done with you. You're never lost with him. You're never so far gone that he can't pull you back. So we have the, the, the greatest of heroes. A hero who just doesn't like, tell us what to do or write nice books or give us a nice philosophy or uh, way of life, but someone who fights for us, someone who suffers for us, and someone who dies for us. 
this is our God. This is our God, and that's why, that's why we love him. That's why he deserves everything that we can give him and more. That's why he deserves this beautiful Easter celebration. That's why he deserves stunning music. That's why he deserves all of the effort and everything that goes into a liturgy and everything that goes into even far more important things, our lives. That's why he deserves our time, why he deserves our prayer. Because he climbed on a cross and died for us and paid a debt that we never could. A couple of years ago when Holy Family was younger than it is now, one of the girls was a bit upset in the community room down at the house. And so I went in, I saw her crying, I said, you okay? She said, yeah, I'm fine. And I said, all right, okay. I'll just, I'll just head away, so will I? <laughs> no, I'm fine, I said. I said, that's okay, yeah, I'll just sit down here if you're fine. So I said, um, anything you want to talk about? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, what's on your mind? And she said one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard, one of the most beautiful reasons to cry I've ever heard. She said, Father Patrick, you know, when we go into Mass, when we're praying, when we're in adoration, I just don't feel like I love the Lord enough. I just don't feel like I love him enough. Everything that he's done for me, everything that he's done for my family, I don't feel like I know him enough. I don't feel like I love him enough. I don't feel like my prayer is good enough. And I smiled. And I said, that's the most beautiful thing I've heard all year. Because that's the right attitude of heart to have. That whatever we give God, it's, it's not really enough. I've told you the story before. My little nephew up in Dublin, on uh, one occasion he decided to go out to the, the back lawn and get a, to put together a bouquet of flowers. So he picked up a dandelion and a buttercup and a couple of daisies and precariously kind of picked up a small bit of a thistle and a dock leaf and some grass then there were some general leaves there and a fallen branch <clears throat> and um pulled up something who knows what it was i don't know parsley and uh walks in with this scrunched up mushy wilted bunch of weeds goes over to my sister and says mommy this is for you and what does she say? That's horrendous. That's awful. There's no symmetry in your flower arranging whatsoever. Do you not know you have to have some backing, some backing flowers, and then you symmetrically play? No, she said, she said, that's absolutely beautiful. Because she saw the intention. So what we offer the Lord in all of this and in all of our lives is insufficient but that's okay the Lord doesn't want us to pay him back because we can't what does he want he wants us to receive what he offers to receive the gift receive his love receive his forgiveness receive his mercy which we get to do also through confession through his divine mercy novena which we're three days into now he wants us to receive his love and to respond to his love with ours. That's it. He just wants our love. Our God wants our love. That's all. It shouldn't be that hard. He deserves it. 
So we ask the Lord today to help us understand his love a little more, to help us understand that, that he is a God who will fight for us. He's a God who will never, ever give up on us. He's a God who recklessly loves us. He's a God who will chase me down, who will fight until I'm found, who will leave the 99. I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God.